Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. The topics and opinions expressed in the following show are solely those of the hosts and their guests and not those of W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. We make no recommendations or endorsements for radio show programs, services, or products mentioned on air or on our web. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to W4CY Radio, its employees, or affiliates. Any questions or comments should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for choosing W4CY Radio. Entrepreneur, fashion model, magazine publisher, Judith Mancini is dishing the details of your life and everything that is important to you. Love, sex, health, beauty, business, celebrities, and other juicy topics. And now, let's dish with Judith. Hi, everybody. It's Judith Mancini dishing tonight with Alan Edwards, my co-host. How are you, Alan Edwards? I am just fine, and now it's cold. <laughs> You're cold. Uh, How could you be it's cold? It's cold out. Well, it, it's a little cold, cold. out right now. <laughs> it's, it's relative. I just was speaking to my friend Lori in Pittsburgh, and she said that wind chill factor this morning when she got up, even though the sun was shining beautifully, it was minus 15. Well, I now guess that's that, really cold. Huh? <laughs> that, honey, is cold. That is cold. That's snuggling cold time. I think it's beyond snuggling. I think it's just put the electric blanket and cover yourself up. I don't think but I can deal you, with that. What if, what if you don't have any electricity? Well, that's right. If it, so there's just a lot of blankets and a lot of wool. That would be uh, the thing I would do. That, and maybe we should do the Keystone pipeline because we need oil and heating oil and gas, natural gas in our country and become less dependent on foreign countries. But guess what? The president vetoed it today. He said no? Why, now, why did he say no? What did he do? Why, what was his reason? I don't know. I'm beyond the reasons. I mean, there's so many environmentalists and all are against it, but they want to clean up the world. But What's happening when we have rich resources here in our own country and we have the capability of taking this oil? Russia and China are going to be owning everything. And you know that oil from Canada will be sold to other people. It it just won't come to us. So they'll have to sell it to China. There we go again. Well, gas has gone up. Uh, Absolutely. It's over $3 now, so... The good day, yeah. the the good day was over when I could fill up my old car, which gets probably nine miles to the gallon. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I got rid of my car and got a new one for commuting because it was killing me filling it up all the time. But I have to say, we are still one of the lowest countries for petrol to put in your cars in anywhere. Go, just take a trip down to Mexico. And see how much they pay for it, or over to Europe. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. When I was in Germany, the gas was just amazingly expensive, and uh, right, crazy. Um, yeah. But things are good. Our, our weather's good here, right, Judy? Judith? Yes. yes. Who do you think you you're Judy. talking to? I don't know where Who the do you Judy think you're comes in. To? <laughs> Judy, baby. So uh, <laughs> I have no idea. We're not. No we're not idea. that close with Judy yet. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not that close to anybody. So. Oh, well, let's talk about that. Well, and I have to say some of my high school friends still call me Judy, which is okay, because that's what I was back then. So. No, Judith okay. is much better, much more, it's much more sophisticated. Well, that's just, the name I was born with, and that's what my family always called me. Just don't call me Al. I hate Al. Hey, Al, what's going on? You're not an owl at all. No, I'm not an owl at all. I, I don't no. feel like it. Once, once in a while, somebody calls me out. Some, some of my friends in high school I run into, they'll use my old last name and <clears throat> torment me, you know. But that's okay. What Do you want to share what your old last name is? <laughs> no, because <laughs> people are going to call me that. No, my old last name was Goldstein, and I didn't change it because it sounds Jewish. I changed it because my middle name is Edwards, and if you want to hear the sad part of the story is when I was a boy, I told you I stuttered for a while, and I had a very hard time saying the name Goldstein. used to really stutter on it. So uh, when I changed it to Edwards, mentally it was like sort of being reborn, um, and I didn't stutter. So uh, I think Edwards that's was, a wonderful reason. Yeah, yeah, and, and Edward was my middle name, so I didn't come up with some... Sure. elaborate Hollywood yeah. name, you know. Uh, but that was the reason, and that it's, it certainly worked. But gold, anytime I have to use, say, the word, I went to my reunion, it was like, well, I'm Alan, Alan Edwards, I used to be Goldstein. I, I still stuttered on Goldstein. It was horrible. So, now, what high school did you go to out here in Los Angeles? Well, I grew up in Hollywood. I was supposed to go to Hollywood High, and I, my parents moved uh, after I graduated junior high from Hollywood to Canoga Park. And um, Canoga Park was like, they still had a hitching post at the school for the horses. <laughs> I thought I was like Simon Bacon in Footloose, you know. I mean, that's what I was like because I was a dancer and I, you know, I entertained and I was totally not the Canoga Park guy. <laughs> that is funny. Well, a lot of my friends went to Hollywood High. A lot of my contemporary friends now went to Hollywood High. Yeah, Hollywood High was a great school then. An illustrious school for the entertainment industry. Yeah. Yeah, especially back in those days. I went to Gardena High. I'm proud of it. Class of 65, our 50th reunion is coming up in Las Vegas in September. I, I always thought you were so much younger than me. You just look so much younger. Yeah. <laughs> right, Alan. I think we're the same age, aren't we? No, or I'm, uh, I'm actually graduated in 63. Oh, I'm older. Okay. Yay, I'm an older yay. man. <laughs> okay. Okay, an older man. That's okay, right. listen. Homeland Security, Jay Johnson, uh, says if they don't get funding, 30,000 people are going to be furloughed from... Homeland Security, but it's the back office staff, and they have 500 people in training now, and all the training will be stopped. Wow, that's horrible. So I think it is horrible. I mean, he says TSA and all of the Border Patrol people will still be going to work, but without paychecks. Now, you tell me, I don't know how much p- money the TSA people make at the airports, but I bet it isn't a lot over minimum wage if it is even over minimum wage. So why would you go to work if you're not going to make any money? Yeah, I was listening to a whole thing on minimum wage, you know, being $18,000 a year. Um, and there, and these are the people that are checking, you know, when you go in and doing all that. And it, no, yeah, it's, it's going to be a nightmare in the airports. Well, yes, and particularly on the borders and everything else. I mean, what is going on? We have a threat against malls, shopping malls here and in the U.K. and in uh, France. And now they're not going to fund Homeland Security. Our country, to me, is very disheveled right now. Nobody seems to know what the left hand and the right hand is doing. I mean, the Pentagon comes out and and tells everybody when we're going to uh, start our war and be dropping bombs and putting boots on the ground. And then the White House comes out and says they didn't even know this. What is going on? 
It's just I don't know, but it, it makes madness. us so vulnerable and looks, makes us look so weak uh, where we're it supposed to be the strongest does. country in the world. And, uh, you know, they they got to be putting boots on the ground and going after ISIS and going after these people. Yes. I mean, the morale and homeland security amongst the people is so low that, I don't know, they, they interviewed people at Mall of America, which is the one that was named in the video. And people were still shopping, but they didn't. They didn't look very enthusiastic about protecting everybody. I, I mean, I just can't understand what the country is doing. Well, you uh, know, they say that that the malls are very uh, like the security is pretty beefed up, and they're sort of like very secure in the malls, and they feel nothing. You know, security cameras are rolling, and uh, the security dogs are patrolling the malls. Uh, I don't know, but that's that's what they're saying. They're saying that the, the moles have been pretty secure. There doesn't seem to be trouble. Um, they say the moles have been better prepared since 9/11. Uh, and um, who knows? I mean, yes, I, hate to, I would hate to be in a mall and something happened. And there would nobody. Once one thing happens, nobody's going to go to a mall or a movie theater. Well, I think you're absolutely right, and. Then the other thing that happens is you take a mall like the one over um, Westfield Mall over in Century City. Yeah. That is in the middle of the financial district in Los Angeles as well as the entertainment industry. Have have so, there been threats? So So there are threats for the malls now? That they've been threatening. Well, there were threats against malls. There were three in the UK and two in uh, Paris, and the one for the Mall of America. So I don't know, you know, what's going to happen. Nobody knows what's going to happen. But great, they have security cameras. But guess what? Let's try to catch them before they do something. Yeah, that would be nice. Where they can't get in. Now, you know, when you got forty, what did it say? 4.8 4.8 million, no, that's 4.8 million square feet inside. It's 87 acres big. And, I mean, it's okay, so we're going to check everybody farm. to go in there. Right, exactly. Well, it's a terrible thing at any rate. And then you hear again today, there's another video out where uh, the jihadists, the ISIS jihadists, kidnapped 90 Christians and most of them women and children. It it goes on and on and on. I don't know what we can do about it, but it's just evil incarnate. And my other problem tonight, before we get to some good news, oh my goodness, we're well past break. Here we go, talking and talking. Let's take a break and when we come back, I just want to talk a little bit about lying, prevaricating, all right? Okay, let's do it. There's only one La Contessa Skincare, always searching the world to bring you the finest ingredients and techniques for a more glowing, youthful appearance. Introducing La Contessa Resveratrol Peptide Rejuvenating Cream. The latest innovation for the reduction of wrinkles combines the natural antioxidant properties of resveratrol with six of the most potent peptides available to address the effect of aging on the skin. Discover and try La Contessa Skincare for yourself at LaContessaSkincare.com. That's La Contessa skincare.com So I'm getting a little tired of people lying all the time too. Is that one of your pet peeves, Alan? Well, the lying thing is crazy because what's happening people, you know, uh, with our newscaster lying and then this whole Brian Williams. So mm-hmm. Yeah, Brian um it's just you just don't know where people are coming from anywhere. It's like this this missionary in Ni- Nigeria kidnapped. Tell me about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they kidnapped uh, three hundred three hundred girls. Is that is that? Am, am oh, I that this was right? the, yes. Well, they did. They kidnapped a Nigerian from a Nigerian school. They kidnapped three hundred girls. 
which, you know, uh, everybody was talking about there for quite a while, and then it's been very quiet again, and we don't really know what has happened to the girls. Some of them escaped, but most of them were sold into slavery and marriage. Uh, And then today, or early Monday morning, I guess it was, um, a missionary, a woman missionary was kidnapped in Nigeria, and I haven't heard anything since the morning news on that either. Now, she's American? Uh, Yes. And she's an older woman. She's not a young girl like Kayla was in Syria. But, you know, what I'm talking about, the lying, is like the new Secretary of Veterans Affairs, uh, McDonald, and he embellishes his story and says that he was with Special Forces in the 70s. Well, that Special Forces, as we all know, is the most elite of the elite. And the Veterans Affairs Office has been so screwed up with mishandling of veterans' claims and their medical benefits and helping any of the veterans. Why in the world does this guy go out and lie about his service? And he's caught on camera with a homeless vet. What is with the embellishing? You know, what, what is embellishing the point usually is an ego thing to make themselves look better and to be more important. And people are getting caught doing that now and um, just really looking stupid, really bad. Pretty hard to trust anyone, particularly when these are all government officials that are lying. Well, government so, has been lying for a long time. <laughs> that's the, our opinion. That's right. That's right. <laughs> not and, all of them, of course. So. No, of course not wrong. all of them. And it, apparently there are a lot of journalists who embellish also. But it's hard to take your news every day and call out the truth from the lies, I would say. So that's my theory. I try to always tell the truth because I don't want to look like Pinocchio. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't want to look like Pinocchio. And then, because you live in L.A., if you look like Pinocchio, you'll have to get your nose done. So that's a big part of L.A. Oh, know. that's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we are falling behind in the space race also. And, you know, one of the things that I support is ARCs, Achievement Rewards for College Scientists. And I read a fact today that said we should be spending at least $1.5 billion a year on the NASA program so that we can keep up and try to excel in our exploration of space. And do you know that that's less than people spend on dog toys in a year? Really? That's, so th- yes, so I thought that was awful. So they don't want to I go mean, to space anymore. Um, they don't want to keep funding it, no. So, so when what, I saw that figure, I love my dog, but I'm thinking $1.5 on dog toys and we can't build up NASA? It seems a little strange to me. So I think um, you should go there and, and lobby and do that for space travel. So I think my days of lobbying are over. I did that for the supplement, the natural health industry. That's a, enough. I spent enough time on the Hill doing that, not as a paid lobbyist, but because I was in that industry. So I'm done with that. I'm going to stay home and vote if that does any good. Yeah, well... You know, the problem is when we vote for for people, you know, when we do all this voting for people and stuff and and they, and they're lying and then we get them in office and then nothing happens. That's, that's the very, that's what's really disturbing. Everybody promises everything and then nothing happens. Do you think there should be term limits on everyone so that they can't become career politicians? You know, I just don't know. I just don't know how, 
you know, they they go up and when when they run for office, they're saying everything everybody wants to hear, and people get all excited about it, and then nothing happens. I mean, look at when 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 Schwarzenegger ran. I mean, everybody was so excited about him, and he was just totally stumped and didn't know what to do, and thought it would be. I think he thought it would be like a like making a movie, but. Um, <laughs> well, you know, in our security problems that we have, maybe it would be a good idea for. Homeland Security to consult with people in Hollywood. After all, you can get on television or go to a movie and see everything before it actually happens. Yep, I think Karen, so. I do. Hijacking airplanes with the president on. You know, I just watched that movie again the other day where uh, Harrison Ford was the president and they took over the airplane, Air Force One. Pretty frightening. You know, what's interesting is that when if if terrorists you know watched our movies, we sort of show people how to do things. I wonder if they get right. you know, all these ideas from us because we we kind of lay it all out how to make bombs and how to blow things up, and you know the the movies are so good at that. So we go, oh, so that's how you do it. Well, that's why I'm saying maybe, and I have heard that they actually do consult with some people in Hollywood about uh, terrorism. You know, there's an awful lot of writers and journalists, uh, novelists, who study these things, and they don't just come up with these stories in their heads. They've actually done research. Remember the Jackal? Sure. All those all those movies. Sure. I, I mean, the... the I mean, you watch, you know, I'm sort of a Netflix nut guy, and I love watching all these uh, movies about terrorists and about government and about everything. And it's just like, God, they lay it out so so good how to how to be a terrorist, really, in the movies, even though we know it's fake. But um, I would assume people could learn from that and you know take it to the next step. Well, I would think so, too. I mean, look what happened in Boston. I'm sure that they were watching things like that. They didn't just come up with that by themselves. They were terrorists. Anybody who does not believe that they were terrorists, that they did this on their own, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, that blew up right in front of the apartment that uh, Lou and I lived in when we lived in Boston. And look at the people that were killed and injured. Terrorism uh, is in the United States, and yes, I think they get a lot of it from the Internet, and they do get it from television and movies. That's not to say I think that we should stop or censor movies, but I'm sure they do get a lot of ideas like that. But perhaps the government should look at something like State of Affairs or Scandal or Madam Secretary, something like that, and, and see how the movies and television are handling these different situations. Well, the state of affairs is really good. I mean, they really do some great stuff in there. Um, I don't know. So where do you think they get their information? <laughs> I have, you know, I don't know. It's got to be Hollywood. I'm, I mean, it's got to be that. Um, Hollywood is well, a source of information. Is... We know that. <laughs> But that's right. But what I'm saying is a writer for a script or a screenplay doesn't just sit down and these ideas pop into his head. They do research and they go back and they look at different articles, news articles and different incidents and they put it all together to form this plot. So maybe we should be consulting more with them because they seem to have better intel than the government does sometimes. What Hollywood? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, you watch some of the movies, and you go, "Hey, he should be president," you know. <laughs> I mean, you you watch, uh, you know, how to get away with murder, that new TV show. I mean, kind of shows you how to get away with murder. And uh, you know, I'm watching all these shows where people could murder people and never get caught, and then they eventually get caught. Though everybody gets caught, and um, it's a very crazy world out there today. Really crazy, and the internet makes it crazy. You can find anything you want. You know, any, everybody knows this. You can find anything you want on the Internet. Well, do you think a time will come when they're going to have to censor everything and stop this so that no Yeah, but I don't think they're ever going to do that. I don't think we they're going to do it. We believe I, I, in freedom right. of speech. 
Right. You know, the, the Internet, I mean, if you're sick or something and you go on the Internet and you look up, you know, something, so all, people get freaked out by the Internet. But when you read things, um, you know, I don't know if it's true or false, but it, make, it does freak people out and they believe the Internet. And, you know, uh, well, so, that's so many doctors have told me don't, don't believe, believe the Internet. Yes, yeah, don't, don't believe th- everything you read. It's the same thing before the Internet came along. Don't believe everything you read in a newspaper or a magazine or hear on the news. And that's true. Take everything with a grain of salt and dissect it yourself and figure out what they're saying. But it's unfortunate that on the Internet you can learn how to build a bomb or you can see pornography. Now, I understand the three girls uh, from the U.K., went over into Syria and they were in a boarding school and um, the boarding school said that they did not know they weren't being radicalized in the school. But apparently in their bedroom, they were looking at the internet and they've gone off to Syria. They've crossed over into Syria and they're joining the jihadists. They're marrying these radical ISIS people. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. (gasps) No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, which is which is totally crazy. I mean, I, you know, they're they're why would they choose that type of life? I mean, unless they just have no life here. I mean, I guess that would be the reason to do that. Well, that's what President Obama says. They have no future. They don't have anything to look forward to. They don't have jobs. But you see, I don't believe that. I believe that people can do what they want to do in the United States. They have to have perseverance and have the American dream. Do you think the American dream is gone? I don't. No, I, I don't think so. But it's definitely difficult for young people to have the dream of owning homes and you know, really having that dream, you know, to, to you know, the, of course they talk about the middle class being gone, but um, it's a lot harder today to buy a house for somebody than it is many years ago. And to even, even cars are so expensive. Nobody really owns cars today. They're all re- actually renting them. I mean, I call them renting, but it's a lease car. And in two or three years, the lease is up and you do it again. So it's basically you're renting the car for two to three years so it's hard to own things today. And, they, you know, we have a – my daughter, I mean, her husband is trying so hard to save enough money to buy a house, and it's really difficult. And he has a pretty good business going. But to save money well, it is, difficult. is very difficult. It is difficult to do that. But, you know, also we live in a very expensive state. Right, of course. And the housing market is totally out of line with – places in the Midwest and the East, unless you're in a city like New York or Boston or something. You get out into the Midwest and you can buy lovely houses for $100,000 or less, which is outrageous when you think of what they were 50 years ago, but you have to adjust for inflation and all. But to think that you have to go buy a car for, I don't even know what a car costs anymore. I know what luxury cars cost and that's ridiculous. But I don't think you can buy a commuting car for less than twenty thousand, twenty five thousand. I mean, it well, is. There are, out of, there are some cars that yeah. are, you know, some of the smaller cars you get, I think are under twenty, and but they don't really. They want to lease these cars. The car dealers want to lease them, and uh, so the people just keep coming back. The goal is to own a car. The goals are changed to own it. I mean, what? How does somebody own their own home today? And I'm not talking about super wealthy people. I mean, just the average worker to go and someday be able to own their own home. I mean, I don't know if that's, that's right. ever going to happen maybe, again. 
maybe we don't all need to own houses. Like maybe we don't all need to go to the university. I don't know. But let's take a break. And when we come back, let's have some fun. Absolutely. There's only one La Contessa Skincare, always searching the world to bring you the finest ingredients and techniques for a more glowing, youthful appearance. Introducing La Contessa Stem Cell Complex Face and Neck Serum, an invigorating formula that uses the incredible longevity inherent in the stem cells of a rare Swiss apple to transfer preservation and longevity onto your skin. You'll notice younger looking and feeling skin after only a few applications. Discover and try La Contessa Skincare for yourself at La Contessa Skin. Care.com. That's LaContessaSkinCare.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Dishing with Judith. Alan Edwards is my co-host, and I know the Oscars were two days ago, but we haven't had a chance to discuss it. Do you know who Irina Shaik is? S H A Y K. No, you no. Who is that? I had to look her up. Maybe I misspelled her name. She had on a gown that was sheer, and just her private parts were covered up. She apparently is a Sports Illustrated model. I didn't know who oh, she oh, was. Oh, right. Oh, no, I know who it is. Right, right. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy about her dress and everything. Um, I, thought it was I, I didn't think it was that bad. You did? <laughs> well, I thought it was. Yeah, I did. I didn't like it at all. I thought it was way too revealing. But then you go back and you think about Cher and what she did years ago. It was very revealing and had her kind of mohawky hair on. Speaking of hair, whose hair did you like and whose didn't you like? Well, um, this, uh, I, I like Nicole Kidman. You know, it was really fun. What I did is I went on my Facebook, which I got like 5,000 people, which most of them are hairdressers. And I was having this conversation with like 20 to 25 different people all over the country watching the Oscars. And I put on there, I said, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the radio. Well, you saw that. I'm doing the radio show. Who do you like? Who do you don't like? And, you know, the, everybody became very interactive with me. And uh, I liked Nicole Kidman, but a lot of people didn't like her hair. I, I, I thought her hair was soft and beautiful. Um, I thought Carrie Washington's hair was beautiful. I thought, um, um, let's see, uh, my 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 favorite was um, was uh, <laughs> I have it all written down. I'm all prepared for you today, and um, well, I did I didn't. Nicole oh, Kidman so, was okay. Um, she wasn't outstanding. Uh, Carrie Washington, I thought, looked really great. Right, and. Um, Zendori, Zendora, Z-E-N-D-A-Y-A looked really good. Who's that? Do you know who that is? No. (laughs) Um, Well, whatever. She looked really good. And I thought Lady Gaga looked great when she performed. I didn't like her. Oh, my God. I thought Lady Gaga, that was the outstanding part of the entire show. She blew it away. And she well, even made Julie Andrews cry. I mean, that yeah, was outstanding. Was, and I think so many of the people our age have no idea who Lady Gaga is, except some crazy lady that comes in wearing meat hanging all over herself at one of the Academy Awards, and that she's really goofy. But she has an outstanding voice. Yeah, you know, people don't realize, you know, you'll see people perform... And you go, God, I didn't know he could even sing. But a lot, so many of these people, and I think a lot of the, most of these people, singers, especially have, when they grew up, they had a career of singing. You know, they, they had singing lessons. And in them was classical music and to develop this beautiful voice so they could go on and do, uh, and, that's, and that's, I think, that's what she has, is this fantastic voice. And... Um, that's why everybody was really blown away by this. And, well, you're um, right, because a lot of magi- magicians, a lot of musicians have backgrounds with classical music and all, and they appreciate it. Many of them can't read music, but many of them can. 
And they do have exposure, and that's why they're in that business. They love all forms of music. Now, the, uh, what was really great is all the, the different redheads. I, 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 I thought the uh, Julian Moore's here was just really beautiful, very elegant. And, and I'm, I'm pulling a blank on my, on my favorite, the one in Birdman. Who was the co-star of Birdman? Emma Stone. Emma know. Stone's hair. Oh, Emma Stone, okay. yes. Emma Stone's hair is really kind of the newest thing going on right now. Is severe haircuts like a bob. Hers with a geometric bob, but we're doing them curly now. And I'm not so sure perms are going to come back, but we're doing a lot of curl with curling irons and bringing fuller and fuller, bigger hair is really coming in. Now, the contrast of that was Rita Ora with her slick, short haircuts. The, all the haircuts, all the yeah. shorter hair was very slick and beautiful, and I and I thought that was fantastic, and I really loved the way that looked. Um, so well, yeah, the short, music short industry hair, always has the music industry always has sort of cutting edge, different fashion, very avant garde. So their hairstyles and all are more. But pe- more people are, yeah, well, the music, when you watch the music awards, everything's more trendy and more hip. And right. The movie stars are different because they have to have long hair for a movie or they have short hair for a movie. Um, Kate, Kate Blanchett's hair um, was not great. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really <laughs> love that. I did not see. I thought she looked very elegant. I liked his hair, and I yeah, but her hair was kind of messy back, and I mean, she's so beautiful. The thing is, this year, I mean, I thought this was one of the best Oscars. I thought you uh, did. Yeah, I really liked it. It was really Really? panned, and a lot of people, yes, it didn't have the ratings it usually does. Yeah, but they pan every Oscar. It, It was slow. It was boring. But I thought this Oscar had a lot of heart. And I thought it was very glamorous. I thought the, everybody looked beautiful. Uh, you know, today's movie stars are so beautiful. I mean, it's they're breathtaking. I don't care if they wear a hat. You know, they're they're just so gorgeous. The men and women are just. So you think they're more today. beautiful than the old? Uh, no, 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 no. No, I think they're more beautiful than fifteen, twenty years ago. When you go old oh, Hollywood, was yes, real glam. Then it got sloppy. Then sloppy, people started dressing sloppy. Right. Sure. And they, they totally uh, lost yes. that. Now, Meryl Streep's look, I mean, of course, she's like one of the greatest actresses in the world, everything. But I think well, she woke up and did it. she's not known for her fashion. I, I mean, no, but, but she's she, never she could have been had her known hair. for it. Somebody could have done her hair. I, I mean, being well, a hairdresser, looking at that, she looked like she did her own hair. And the big talk is Patricia Arquette. Everyone's talking about her. Okay, Um, well, Patricia Arquette, I don't know if you saw the interview with her before, but she said she was out doing her uh, promo for a charity right before, and she didn't even have time to go get a manicure. So I think, you know, she threw the gown on and ran a comb through her hair and came, which was too bad because, she is a fine actress, and I I liked what she said afterwards when she accepted her award because I think it's true. So, what with the uh, women? She looked at she looked at uh, like a mess. <laughs> but what do you think of her comment? What do you think of her using I the, the Oscars as a platform well, because you're a woman? Look, and well, um, no. <laughs> you know, well, maybe that has something to do. I, you know, I didn't like the Oscars when everybody was using it for a platform for this and that, you know, the, uh, when they sent a Native, when Marlon Brando sent a Native American to accept his award and he didn't show up. I, it started out like that and people do tend to say something about their, their special projects or their yeah, feelings. You know, I at the end think, of it, yeah, go ahead. Well, I didn't think anybody was out of line this year. They said touching things, like uh, the guy who got it for adapting the screenplay. He said, if you're weird, stay weird. You'll end up here. And that's true. Artistic people are sometimes very different. And artistic people, a lot of them 
are gay. And that's, I think, what he was alluding to both of it. If you're strange, just stick to it and you will come out on top. Be true to yourself. And I think it was a very good message. I think Patricia Arquette's, yeah, it was about women, but, you know, women in film just met the other day and honored each other. And it's unfortunate that every segment of the population now has to be, we're becoming so separate and everybody's concerned about their little segment of the population, whether it's race or gender or a cause for the people in Haiti that have no homes after the hurricane. It's unfortunate that we can't stand together instead of divided, but it is true. There are more men making $25 million per film than there are women. And there are many, many fine women in film. So it should be equal pay. Now I personally think it's hard work to be an actor And I think maybe their salaries are out of line and they should look at that. But don't forget that $25 does not go to the actor. It's divided up sometimes between 10 and 20 people. You're you're talking so much money. But some people get huge. Some actors get huge money and they're horrible. That's the thing that I don't really get. You know, Hollywood is so based on what they can draw. I was thinking, you know what's funny? I was just thinking that, Nicolas Cage. He makes every kind of B-movie, ridiculous, stupid movie you could imagine, and gets paid so much money and then blows every dime he has. I mean, it was totally crazy with him. But how, how, how do you stop Hollywood from doing that? I mean, they'll put well, – I mean, just like when they, made, the like when they make Les Mis. Yeah, but Nicolas Cage doesn't draw anybody anymore. I mean, it's, you find no, Nicolas Cage on Netflix – and that's where his movies are. You know, they're all over Netflix, and it's it's ridiculous. Now, Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, they say, is the highest-paid male uh, actor in the, in the world still. And uh, now I happen to really like Tom Cruise movies. I think it's really good because they're guy movies, and I like guy movies and all that. But, you know, you don't think uh, – Gwyneth Paltrow makes, I mean, they make millions of dollars. I mean, millions. I guess, you know, I understand. No, there's I'm, very I'm not... few women. The highest paid female actress is Reese Witherspoon. And really? that Reese kind of shocked me. I don't know if she still is or not, but she was the highest paid female actor. And I think her movies have been cute chick flicks. I haven't really even seen any of them, but... I don't think they're Oscar-winning performances for Legally Blonde, I, and maybe they yeah, are. But you're going, but I, you're, I shouldn't say but because I haven't seen them. But you're going well, way yes, back with her. Well, yes, that's what she made she, until this movie, this wild, and she put her own money behind this movie. So and uh, a lot of people I, didn't I, see. Like, take let's let's take Birdman. Birdman makes best movie, and, and nobody saw it. I mean, a handful of people. According right. to one uh, internet post, it's the lowest grossing, the second lowest grossing movie to win Best Picture. Um, I didn't see anything that said what was the first one, so I'm, now I'm curious. But, you know, they're out of line, and so are athlete salaries. A lot of salaries are out of line. Um, the only thing I can say is a lot of these actors and people who are paid a great deal of money do support different philanthropic groups and the arts and yeah, charities and all. And that's a good thing. Uh, I believe in yeah, capitalism right. and that's good, but you do kind of wonder, I don't even understand how a movie gets made for $250 bazillion. And then you get an indie that's made on a budget of, 250000 and they put their own money in it and their friends or Kickstarter puts money in it and they end up making lots of money. Well, it's Hollywood's amazing. Been, it's an amazing you know, industry. Yeah, it is amazing. So what do you think of Sean Penn's comments? I thought it was apropos and I don't think he meant it to be nasty. And even Alejandro came out yesterday and said, 
he took it with a grain of salt there, friends, and it's true. He is legal. And he made a great movie, and he's grateful for it. And that's the way it should be. There's people here. I have a different view of immigration than a lot of my friends. These young kids that are in college whose parents brought them over here illegally are contributing to society, going to school or working, and I think there should be some sort of program that they can become citizens. And the people that have been here for 20 years and working, a lot of them, I don't know if they've been paying taxes or not, to put them on a program where they can go back and pay them and go through channels so that they can become citizens. I don't think it's going to do us any good to send back to Mexico all these people that have come across the border. I do think the border should be beefed up. I don't think people should still be coming. I don't think you should send buses full of children by themselves over here. All of that is wrong, and it's dangerous, and we can't afford it. And if we don't beef up the borders in the south and the north, we're going to just get a bunch of... uh, Terrorists also. It's a fact you're, of life. You're very serious tonight. <laughs> you're, I am you're very, very serious. You're very tonight. political. I'm sorry to let's talk about Jennifer let's let's talk about Jennifer Lopez's dress with her oh dress my gosh. She is I just love Jenny from the block. She is fantastic. She can yeah, do people everything. Are talking about her. Dance, a lot of people talk about her in this long. She had a they were talking about how, how she is. She's probably one of the most beautiful women, really in oh, you know in the performing absolutely. world. Absolutely. Um, even though I like Emma I Stone. Um, Emma Stone is gorgeous, but you know J Lo is very talented in many different fields and a very smart businesswoman. Yeah, I don't think she's a great actress, though. You think she's a good actress? Her movie was uh, horrible. If you go back and look at some of her movies, yes, I think she is a good actress. I don't think she's an Academy Award-winning actress, but I think she's a good actress. She's better than a lot. And, you know, acting in music videos and all, she's good. Yeah, she's, yeah. Did, did you see her booty video? <laughs> no. I don't really want you missed, music videos. See, you miss the important stuff. You get, you're so heavy tonight. You're so deep. I know. Not, I really I know. It. I can't believe it. You're I like, just, so I serious. I can't break news. through this. I know. And I turned on the news, and it was so depressing today with all the kidnappings, and they, they got me down. So I'm sorry, everybody. So what I want <laughs> okay. to know is... Okay, wait, let's lighten you up. Let's talk about Oprah. <laughs> did you get... No. I don't want to talk Let's about talk about her, Oprah. Right? She looked horrible. Um, I thought she looked terrible. Well, she's, um, you know, I, I don't know. Who she's, is her uh, stylist? She, 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 she put she's her in the wrong gown. She put yeah, her in the wrong gown. I didn't like it. I mean, let's, I mean she gained yeah. a lot of weight. I don't, I don't mean to be mean. But well, the poor put, thing, she yo-yos back and forth all the time. I mean, it's just how she is it's it's unfortunate for her and yeah. it's not very healthy to yo-yo like that either to lose a lot of weight and to gain it back it, it's not healthy for her but she's been under a lot of stress with her new uh network and also she's been working hard and i know i like to eat my <laughs> ice cream and chocolate sauce when i get stressed out you do so that's it what's your favorite so, snack what? alan so let's see, if I had the money, how much is Oprah worth? How many billions? I don't know, bazillions. <laughs> All right, so I don't think I'd be so stressed out over my new network. I would, I would you know, she, oh, you know, but I, that's I, I'll, her tell, money. I'll tell you, you know, Oprah, oh, I know Oprah really well. I mean, not really well, where, I mean, I couldn't go out on a date with her or anything, but I know her <laughs> well, where if I saw Oprah, I, if I saw Oprah, we could sit down and have a talk, because I've, I've been on three Oprah shows, you know. Well, I so, know you have, so why don't you ask her why she's yo-yoing? Yeah, I don't quite know her that well. Okay, listen, honey, um, we got to go. We're out of time, dear. No, I was My just getting Alan. started. I, I was just going to have we fun. Thank you, Alan. Alan, give your website. AlanEdwards.com. Look it up on the website. Okay. I'm going to look right. it up on the website and like <laughs> it on Facebook, too. You can find us dishing with Judith on Facebook, Dish with Judith. 
on all other social media. Don't forget, you can find all of our shows on iHeartRadio.com. And next Friday, this coming Friday, we have Elliot Stern on Maestro Computing Services. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in to Dishing with Judith, and we will see you with Alan next Tuesday night. Don't forget to tune in K4HD for Dishing with Judith on Friday. Everybody have a grand week. Thank you for listening. Bye. You can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.